I don't think you guys watched the video that I said. Did anyone watch that video I sent you guys a while back? Which one? Which one? I sent a lot of videos. It was about... <laughs> Let me scroll up here. Past all this junk. Oh, yeah. Kanye peed on his Grammy. I sent you guys that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. There's some, that's, that's there's what we're some talking photos about of Sneaky. That's pretty funny. Yeah, they're not funny. It's actually <laughs> okay, just hot. But uh, the psychology of rewards. And there is an amazing... Uh, there's an amazing... YouTuber out there called Game Maker's Toolkit. And I'm not someone who's planning on making like video games, but that's like his demographic is like he talks about like the the, the, the people who design video games and especially like the indie game culture, like you know. There's like a whole group of like like people how we're like wanting to be like like podcasters or whatever. Like there are people trying just as hard getting their indie game. Like, you know, like, anyways. Totally. Mm -hmm. But he does really, really great videos that talk about video games and, like, a lot of the stuff behind them. And he talked about rewards. <clears throat> and I thought it was interesting because I am a reward... Like... Junkie. <laughs> you no, are a reward like, like, junkie. Like, like mm. I play games for the rewards. And, and I know that about myself. And he basically says, like, they conducted this study... Um, and I'm going to butcher this whole thing. They, they conducted this study about how, like, they get this classroom of kids and they said, hey, we need you guys to make some art. And if you and they told one classroom, if you make some art, then that's what we need you to do. And then the other class said, if you do this, we'll give you a reward. And he said and he, he talks about stuff. And then he's like, the kids who the kids who. um were offered a reward if they did the art actually produce like less remarkable or good. Like they tried, they didn't try as hard, like, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and, but the kids that were just doing it for the fun are like, Hey, we're going to do art today. They actually like went more into it and like, it was like rated higher or whatever. I don't know what scale they used. Um, and then he also said there's like a third group that said like, we'll give you a reward, but it's a surprise. So you won't know what it is. And they actually outperformed the, the kids who like did it just for fun. So then it, he was talking about that and like how like video games use like loot boxes because it's like a surprise reward. And like, like Jackson, and I play Rainbow Six Siege and we'll be playing. And it's like after every win, you roll a lottery to see if you get a pack. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a joke because you can get a pack on like 2% or you can get a pack on like 98%. And it's just like, I don't know. And then like progressions, progression like lines, like you get, like I play freaking Legends of Runeterra every day just so I do my missions so I get enough experience so then I can <laughs> unlock a pack and get more cards. And it's like, and then I always question, am I playing this video game because it's fun? Or am I playing it because I'm trying to like max out all my characters or unlock all the unlockables right. or get all the achievements? Right. And me to my core, and I don't know what it's psychologically about me, but I go hard because I need to collect everything. I need to beat every mini game, check all the ticks on the, on my box. And that's, that's how I play video games. I'm a completionist. And I just, I don't know. I thought that'd be kind of fun to talk about. If you, if you guys are any of you completionists by nature or anything like that. No, no, I'm not. I am. I'm I am a hard not. against that. 
I'm I'm not okay. So I'm different from Zach <laughs> in the fact that I'm not against it. I think completionism I'm is fine. Um, but like I think it. Uh, well, I'm going to do my absolute hardest not to make this a philosophical. Don't be philosophical. Issue. We're talking about video games. I'm doing my absolute fucking off. hardest here. Um, <laughs> but I I have ADHD. Um, so like uh, reward systems are great if it's instantaneous but like completionism doesn't vibe with me because my attention shifts so quickly. Mm. So like, I would much rather like, um, this, the star Wars, uh, the star Wars game that came out very recently, fallen order, fallen order, fallen order, insanely good game. Like there's a very like completionist aspect to it, um, that you could take, but that's just not my vibe. I play the story out. I loved it. It took me 18, 20 hours and I just haven't, picked up the game since there's some dlc that i'll probably play at this point but like kingdom hearts i played through it i played the story i haven't touched it since like that's just not the way that my brain works and i know that's like way different from a lot of people but like it's just like interesting that there are so many different types of like neurally diverse individuals that like approach games in different ways and i think games that can do both like present you with a completionist option but also like just have a very strong story and gameplay aspect to them like that obviously is the widest yeah. thing cast but i just like love the fact that like chances of completion yeah like i'm obviously not zach hates completionism like and then so even like league of I'm legends like league of legends will come out with like a new like um what's it called like like like, like a new battle pass, battle pass thing, thing. Where it's like, oh, we'll give yeah. you like missions and you get points. And then if you do all the missions within like one month, you get like an orb and it's just a loot crate. I will play League way more during that period than I will when there's not a, when there's not a, an event going on. I play League right. just as much as ever, regardless of the proposed reward, which is just so, it's yeah. so funny how we work. See, my my reward, the reward uh, that, that works best on me is, is winning. <laughs> So like oh, I don't nice. like I would like like for like League I don't I I do not give a shit about any of those missions. Uh, I I click on the thing and the pad and I like read through them. I was like yeah oh, that's cool. Um, uh, but like I the the if I'm playing like I I I want to win. Uh, or like like Legends of Ruteira, another game that Chance and I both play. Um, I uh, the I would I would play to get more rewards so I could get the deck that I want so I could play that and beat people with it. Uh, <laughs> like that's like my, like that, that is why I, I play games. And I, and I think that's why I like poker so much is because uh, I, I like to, there you, you can, you can win a lot in poker and you can like you, you can win and you lose a lot. Like that, that event of winning or losing like happens frequently and, and 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 there's that level of it and then there's a whole extra level of like managing your like money right um and and um anyway so like so when i play games especially they're like story games like i want to like i'm i'm i uh like i'm along for the ride and i want to i want to beat the game and 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 that's why i i tend to um gravitate towards games like uh i don't know like harder like platform games maybe like celeste or something like that uh is because like i want to beat the game like it, it it's a challenging game that is cool and it looks good and and all of those things uh and and it, and i get a lot of gratification from beating it let me guess silas you you hate roguelike games what did you say Ronnie? you guys do you do you despise roguelike games 
I know you play Slay the Spire, but like roguelike platformers where like you can never win. Uh, and there's nobody win. to co- like to have competition against. You beat the run. Yeah, yeah you can win a roguelike. No, like I mean, like I, I mean, essentially, I mean, if you're gonna argue that, like the run you would have to beat would be the world record, right? If unless unless somebody like it's no, close it, to you is playing it, right? Like if a good you friend can, of you can is beat the dungeon. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, but like think about a uh, uh, Spelunky, for example. Like yeah, like you can beat world one one but then there's world two one and then there's world three one and then there's world four one yeah okay yeah so like a roguelike like spelunky uh is fun for a little bit and then i get bored but a roguelike exactly the spire yes i love it because the ascensions are awesome and it's and it's and you you win and then you play it again and you have to beat it at at a harder difficulty yeah but you you can effectively beat it though so like yes yeah 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 does but what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I would only play Celeste so I can get all the strawberries, collect them all. <laughs> and I would only play Celeste because I saw somebody playing it and it looked fun, and I would play mm-hmm. it until I got bored. I get the strawberries I, because because it because I beat the game less if I don't have the strawberries. <laughs> I, I look so at funny. like it's. I think I I think I like. Div, like as the older I the older I get, when the online games started to be a thing, I think I start I started caring less about unlocking things um mm-hmm. in like single player games and i don't know why i think maybe my brain has just changed as i've gotten older because of that but like in dota when i get a super rare skin and not even like i just that you can show you off to you your don't friend. spend a hundred dollars on a skin you just buy a pack or a treasure and then you unlock it and it, you might get the rare um but yeah if you can show off like your i don't know freaking arcana that you got for being level whatever on your battle pass like that is so cool but it's mostly for my friends is what i've learned if you're on the other team you can't you don't really see i guess you can there's certain cosmetics that look really good but like you're it's more like who you're playing with it's like oh my gosh you got that that's really cool i'm really that's i'm jealous of your really cool cool kit um but as far as like completionism goes i feel like i ride in line with ronnie but strictly because i don't feel like i have time anymore like I want to play a game for the big fat climax at the end. Like, and it's not so much about winning if it's like, I'm much more drawn to story games, kind of like Silas, where I just want to see what happens and be done with it, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I envy people. I feel like if there's unlockables in a game that like bump your character status, that's more enticing to me. Like if it's going to help me beat the boss at the end because yeah, I have yeah, better yeah. gear, I'll get it. Play like Skyrim. You, you should play you know? Destiny, dude. You'd fucking oh, love no, Destiny. Oh, no, because Destiny is a Destiny rise and grind. I hate, yes, I hate yes, Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's like 150 hours versus an extra hour to get the biggest sword in the game. Like okay, I'll go through yeah, an extra dungeon to get the biggest sword in the game, but I'm not going to grind the same level yep. for days to get power. Yeah, not only yeah, do Jack and I sound it's exactly a, the same, we are also <laughs> the same person so right here. It's like the 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 time gets in the way of it but the motivation is exactly what you want right like it's like cosmetically and also like cool looking things help you okay. beat the boss okay. faster i i just i Chance just threw in, in yes and then jackson has something to say i can tell he's 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 giving the physical uh signs <laughs> he wants to speak. but <laughs> i just have to say that i watched the video and uh because i was heavily considering getting into an mmo because i because destiny what mmo mm. was I, no, it? I, it just i i just decided i was like oh i'm at the point in my life where i want to invest I in an mmo, MMO. 
And then I decided actually I don't want to do that because uh, I don't have the time. Good. But Good at Good one job. point in my life, I was heavily researching which MMO am I going to pick and then just go all in on. And then I kind of chose Destiny and then I kind of had to stop Destiny because I got a job yep. and then I haven't gone back yep. to it. And, but I watched this video so important. he just basically talked about how it is so important in an MMO, in any online, massive online game, whatever it is, even if it to be an MMO, for your character to look badass. Oh yeah. And cosmetics oh, so are just so, so important and vital. It's so important. Mm -hmm. And I- So it's, important. <laughs> because we live I love, in fucking like, just like, the West. Yeah, it's, it's a dumb- Where like, we all play for that. Yeah. I mean like, when, yeah. when you have customization, people love customization. But even if you are collectivistic, you could rock a whole clan looking like the same group. Yeah, totally. See, that's why customization is so like important. Because you can mm -hmm. you can show affiliation to your individuality, or you can show affiliation through a group, but you do it visually, and it's dope, and we all <laughs> love it. <laughs> I'm gonna say on like the the Arcana's in Dota. That's like a $35 kit where they completely rework the animations of a character and they rebring the voice actor in and he does new lines or she does new lines. Um, and there's something about watching like Skeleton King or Wraith King, but his new arcana is like him as a skeleton, take his sword and drag it through the concrete as he walks forward, just walking and then like picking it up and spinning it. It doesn't do anything, but it's like having a butterfly knife in CSGO. Yeah. Like nope. you're just like sitting yeah. there flicking. You're just like this. I have my <laughs> own animation <laughs> and no one else does. And then like going back all the way to RuneScape back when it was almost old school back RuneScape. Oh, if you had a whip, like if you were a member who had one of those whips and there's like shoulder armor that you oh, could get yeah, where it yeah, makes yeah. your chest like the, really big. The and they had their own animation. They like, you saw them like breathe different. And I was like, gosh, those people are <laughs> so cool. Like, and you, they just know that you kick, they kick your butt every time. I yeah. like, That's I funny. envy, I envy you Chance. I envy completionists because I do too. from an economic standpoint, you get the most out of any game mm -hmm. you play. Totally. Like, um, and I mean, like, it, it'd be nice in an ideal world, right? Like, if we were like, you will pay for this game, what you will get out of it. And like, are you going to 100% right. the game and, and experience all the content? Okay, here's 60 bucks so you can experience all the content. Are you going to, like, just play the main story and be done with it? All right, 25 bucks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like yeah. we'll give you the main story alone. Yeah. And, like, I trust me, like, I love side quests. I mean, like, it goes back to the way that I play games, right? I play games because, like, either my friends are playing them and I want to play with them, like Zach, or, like, I want to have fun. So, like, I played The Witcher to completion, not, like, I, I completion, completion but, like, game. yeah, I, like, I, like, 45% of that. Oh, like, what? I, like, I did a sufficient amount of, like, side quests because they were fun to me. Like it advanced the story, it made the world more engaging. But like mm -hmm. once that engagement stopped, yeah. I just like for the last like 12 levels, I'm just like, I just want to beat mm -hmm. this game. So like, I just beat it. You know, I didn't Did you play care Quint? about the side quest at that point. Yeah, I mean, I played Gwent like oh. twice, like, cause it was fun. And then once I got tired of Gwent, I didn't play it At the 200 hour like, mark, chances at the pissed. 200 hour mark, I didn't touch Gwent for 200 hours. And then I was like, I don't even think I beat the like game yet. I was just like doing all the sides. I was like, 
I'm gonna get into Gwent. And then at the next like 50 hours, we'll be just going all through the map yeah. <laughs> and playing everyone in Gwent and getting a deck of, uh, it was so much fun. See, that is a $60 experience. <laughs> I had like probably a $45 yeah. experience, you know? And I mean like, we got the same enjoyment from the yeah, game. We yeah. will both rant and rave about The Witcher because we both sure. love it, but we love it in different ways. But I just mm -hmm. like, yeah. hours wise, I, I envy you. <laughs> I am terrified of cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is going to destroy us all. <laughs> well, Especially that and they just announced at time of recording, they just announced the Harry Potter RPG. Yes, Did you guys I see that? that? Ooh. For oh, PS5? It looks so yeah. good. I'm Wait, done. It actually looks so good. Yeah. Jackson, did you still have something to I say? I can't. I'm not doing yeah, anything next I, year. Yeah. I'm playing Harry I told Potter. Him, I was like, that, yeah. that was the smartest thing they could have done was why the hell has there not been a, a game in Harry Potter that's not about Harry Potter? You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like we need to mm -hmm. create your own wizard experience. Yes. Yep. And the way that they're shaping it up sounds like it's going to be this, like, you kind of design the world because it, it takes place cool. in the 1800s. Yeah. And, like, it's so going to affect the storyline, which is, like... That's cool. So cool. Right. I'm also really excited for... Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but Elden Ring, the Lord of the Rings uh, from software game. Whoa, what's that? What? It's well, it's, it's called Elden Ring. It's like Tolkien and uh, from software Dark Souls. What? Ugh. Whoa! Yeah, y'all don't know about this. Sick. Well, I'm no. not Elden ready. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't. I don't know when it comes out. But Demon Souls. It's real. Just gotta. It looks. Yeah, great. yeah. It's getting a. It's getting a rework. My the reason I play games, my biggest motivation across most games is mastery. Mm, mm -hmm. I want to be good at the game. Yeah, Sekiro, dude. Yes. I love Sekiro. I love Sekiro. I mean, <laughs> I love it when a game like presents a very solid challenge for me, and like I, uh, like for example, whenever I was playing Breath of Wild, I a Breath of Wild was really great because it was just like a great world to explore to and. All that stuff got me hooked into it, but I, uh, similar to Sekiro, but Sekiro is a little bit, maybe even easier to do this, but I was like, I don't want to just beat the bad guys. I want to look sick mm -hmm. while I'm yes. doing it. I want to like bounce off their head with my shield. And like, it just, I want to be able to do slow motion. I want to be able to dodge everything on command or like whatever. And that's also like, I like League and I focus so much on my micro. Yeah. Like that, cause I, you want to be the not, best. I, I, I like winning, but I like outplaying people even more. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's just, fighting that's games. what really gets it. Yeah. yeah I, so you fighting fighting games. Games so much. Yeah. And smash is so fun. Just trying to get movement. So like all of that stuff, like that's why I play games is, is mastery. Um, and then I, it's good for me to play games. Like, I don't know, RPGs where you, you can't really master them like i would say like divinity original sin is one where it's like hard for you to really master that game as much as it is go about it your way yeah um and and everything's got a little bit of mastery to it but those games are good for me where it's just like like uh this isn't about you doing it best or whatever it's just about you doing it uh yeah and getting to experience the story but um but yeah even near automata like great story games i like it, even if it's just like you can't even like get uh like better at the game i just want to look cool while i'm moving around and stuff like mm -hmm. that i don't want to like run and then like skid on a corner i want to <laughs> be able to like like just transition from place to place very cool 
So that's I think my of big Batman. Thing. Yes. Like all the yeah. Arkham games. It's like you are literally pressing one button, two buttons, a counter, and then your your button mash. But it is so cool every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think the greatest so I think this is like is a good way to as we're rounding the twenty minute mark, I think this is a really good way to like round up everything we've all been saying. Um is like great like good games do these things well and become cult classics of specific gaming communities like kingdom hearts is a completionist dream it right is, and i have like, completed it almost. you know and <laughs> league of legends no, is, yeah, league of legends and counter strike okay. league of legends and counter strike are like competitive i want to win gamers dreams slay of the spire is a i want to win players dream you know yeah, but but what is Dungeons like and Dragons? 80 times now. <laughs> that's actually not what I was going to say, but that's actually Everything. a good point. Um, I, that's what I wanted to I, talk about, but keep going. I mainly wanted to say that, like, the and like I think Dungeons and Dragons falls within this vein, actually, so it'll be a nice transition to what you wanted to say, Chance. Um, but I think that, like, the greatest games, so good games do that. Life. The greatest games appeal to every single type of gamer. So, Breath of the Wild is critically and fan-wise one of the greatest games of the past 10 years, if not of all time, Everyone because knows. it presents mm -hmm. you with different methods of playing the game. There is a huge completionist aspect to the game where you can connect, collect all the Kuroks, you can clear all the dungeons, right? There is a huge fun layer to the game because there's a world to explore and a story to understand. There's and a huge... You, you can do just all of these game. simultaneously. Except yeah. for the completionist. The completionist is the last person playing the game getting yeah. RFC number 900. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, I stopped at like 450 whatever. And, mm -hmm. but I was really trying to stretch myself on that game because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to stop playing this game. The last it's thing so I did was good. go fight Ganondorf. I, I wanted that reason to still be there for me to play the game. Exactly. Because Ganondorf, like Ganon, Calamity Ganon, not Ganondorf. Like mm -hmm. you can like, when there's a, a huge drive to win you know and you can replay it Conquer, and like win in different guy. ways all the time and limit yourself in different ways to win better you know joseph and i like beat the game on three hearts you know or whatever you want to do so like that's just like there's like different ways to play the game there's a mastery level to the game where you can parry everything and dodge everything but you don't have to play the game that way to be good Master at the game mode. you know hmm. you know so like it's like the greatest games do everything Good games do some things great, you know? And I think D&D falls within that, like, great game because it allows for all of those, right? It allows for mastery. It allows for fun. It allows yeah. for winning. It allows for... And, like, you can probably hear that in the podcast. Like, when each of us are getting really hype or getting really excited, appeals to, like, how we approach entertainment and gaming. I'm, like, a super huge proponent of fun and storytelling and, like, just... I mean, we all love fun, but, like, on a different level, like... I just want the big cinematic, big damage, I killed the boss, I let me say my one-liner chance kind of vibe. Silas loves to like win and like succeed. Jackson loves to like master the game and play chess essentially. Like, you know, like Zach loves to like have fun with his friends and show off. Like it's like all of these different facets can feed into D&D and it really like is on the it's the onus of the DM to make sure all of those happen. I think that's why it's such a great yeah. game. That's what I was going to say was like big kudos to Chance for us for appealing our, our the story, the pre-written text to 
work with all of us and how we like to play. Um, and a good DM, I think, does that. And that's what Dungeons and Dragons is. So that's why it's either you hear horror stories of people that stop their whole game because they just don't want the same thing. And so the party gets ripped yeah. apart and the DM doesn't know what they're doing wrong. But um, it's it's a tool, basically, to allow everybody, if they're on the same vein, to have an experience unlike anything else, mm. right? Um, and I think I think it takes... I think it takes one, all your players understanding what they want out of something um, and and allowing each player to do what they want to do, that everybody has an important thing they need to take from the game or give to the game. Um, And then the DM has to pretty much pilot the ship while we all try to do that in the midst (laughs) of the world. Um, So yeah, I'm gonna say kudos to Chance. Again, I think I say that pretty often, but it's like telling somebody you love them, right? (laughs) I love you, Chance. Mm-hmm. Say it I, often. I won't tell you I when it changes. Say it early and like, often. Yeah. I, I think you guys are awesome players. We love Chance. And I think it, it goes with like... Thanks, Chance. Oh, well, thanks, Chance. Wow. I Chance. think that it's important that you all want different things, yet you all can still play together. And I think it, we wouldn't have as much as a dynamic group if we all wanted to play like Ronnie. Or if we all wanted to play like Silas. See, but here's mm-hmm. the thing. I've been thinking we need to kick Ronnie out of the group. I I want the limelight too much. Oh. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. I, I want need to be the, main the boss next time. Well, and I wouldn't even guy. say Ronnie. I want to quit the boss. I wouldn't even say Aaron kills I think it's a, like a like a symptom of what you want. No. But but really, after hearing you talk about games, it's like you, Ronnie is the most plot driven. I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Like you I are the plot. plot driver. Scoots the story along. Yeah, I think. I don't. I you. I feel like you help like push the party to continue the. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. And and even if you get off, you try to find plot within the side thing. Or I don't know. That's no. That's totally yeah. right. Because I'm always mm-hmm. trying Especially to find right the next now. thing. It's a symptom of my. But it's brain. also hands you know, always good on that the your trigger. Character is also that way. So. Yeah, it's it's continuity. It helps me act well by aligning my character with yeah. myself. But yeah. I was thinking about it, and it was like one thing that D and D doesn't have is the visual aspect. So, like, how do you make up for the like showing off your arm? You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, cool I mean, magic items. It's yeah, magic yeah. items. Yeah. yeah, name them. You can like fully yeah. detailed describe. I mean, you can go to the full list of yeah. things. The people Concept who like customization the most get the most out of like dvd mm-hmm. yeah. like i mean they they could tell you exactly what they're i what they spent like. sure. in in the Staff. curse of the crimson throne from one of our previous pre-pods uh the the we knew there was this moment where we gonna have a bunch of money we could you know uh, buy a bunch of stuff i spent hours uh <laughs> for many levels leading up to that point scouring pathfinders uh, uh weapon enchantments and all of the things you could do to to craft the perfect rapier for my character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I that spent a stupid amount out. of time. It's coming that. out. He's a yeah. winner. No, but I, like, uh, it's, I, it's true. I in our nomads group, I did that, but for all three yeah, of us. Yeah. I went shopping for all three of us. <laughs> that's it. amazing. Like, <laughs> and that's that. that sounds really I fun. Got Dude, Alvaron. Yeah, it was really fun. I kidded out our Alvaron party. Had I got all the gold together and I was like, 
All right, let's go like to death. Mithril, mithril <laughs> and I just, speed. I, I decked out everyone. And goodness. Al everyone could fly. Everyone could cast haste on themselves. Everyone had a gauntlet with like a bunch of weapons yeah, it was in it. You just like instantly it, have it, them. It, Ronnie, it was Final Fantasy 15, but in a gauntlet where he could just like, That's like summon whatever. Cool. Like he could put like four weapons in. One of the god weapons. Yeah. yeah. So cool. That's so cool, dude. Like it's that like, is really cool. I mean, like you said, Chance, like, it doesn't have the visual yeah. aspect. So I think in every party, it's important to have somebody who's creative. And like, I think the, one of the reasons why our group is so dynamic is because we have five creative yeah. people. So like we have five people who can create like with their minds, but like sometimes that's create. the DM, sometimes it's another player, but like people who can weave images with their words is super important in D&D because because of that limitation, right? Some people need a visual, so that's when you hire an artist to draw your characters. Some yeah. people need a visual. That's why you like find like um, you know, stock images that have been created. Minis, you, create you get minis. Yeah. characters. You get nice minis, minis maps. Like, yeah. Regardless, yeah. So but they like, want the physical. D and D can be yeah. like fashioned for anybody, but like for us, like the five of us, like it works on a digital level because like each of us is so creative, we can weave images with our words and i think that that's a really useful like awesome thing you know yeah yeah i think i think and individually would you say jackson sorry and i said and we've had practice yeah well that too i mean but i mean yeah. that actually is a Seriously. huge part of it no like, totally mm -hmm. early yeah. on I, you hunger for something more visual yeah and yeah, you like do. You, you you as you play you figure out like better ways to describe that oh and it's also one of those things that as you start playing when you watch a movie you see a scene and you like think about how you would describe that in D. &D. yes <laughs> i will tell you every so, movie that i see there there's no time that i see a movie and i i'm not instantly trying to like take that process it through my D, &D filter to like what parts of that movie can i like use in a game or you know what i'm saying or like oh totally <laughs> like, oh yeah whatever all right reroute it back to zach sorry Oh, no. And I, I'll just even say on top of that, I think also the more you play, the more you know what like certain spells are. And you can also equate what that spell when in that last game that you played, somebody cast that spell and it did this much damage and you like can already see it like uh, when. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aaron did the lightning arc or the chain lightning. It was like, I know what's coming. Like, I just already <laughs> knew how cool that yeah, was going to yeah. be because you've seen it before. You know, yeah. you kind of have like multiple experiences or to know what's what. That's that, awesome. That, that is so true. It's very fun because like. I thought that's. Well, before. yeah, because Jackson, you called it in that episode where. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're there yet. So like the, the, the like the the arrow went through the air like a bullet, you know, and he's like, that's got to yeah. be a gravity bow. Is, it, is that a gravity yeah, bow? Yeah, it's just like, that's yeah. cool. You know, like. <laughs> well, yeah, and you yeah. know it. So cool. It's like how we all feel when we see a dragon. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like bare bones. Yeah. The first thing you learn about D&D &D is like, you just run away from dragons. And I think we talked about this already, but very yeah. similar. You, you just yeah. all know the kind of beating that's going to happen here in a few minutes in the first yeah. few rounds, you know? It's also like super cool that like, you know each of us has a different image in our head whenever Chase oh, totally. describes something. <laughs> but yet we find the fabric to stitch those realities together, right? Well, it's like well, and also, we all have this mental, mental shared hype towns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like we we've simultaneously linked those images together. And I think that that's one of the like 
strengths of D&D is that everybody can have their own individual experience while also communally experiencing the story. You know, yeah, like totally. with movies, you all see the same thing. With stories, you all read the same thing. With games, you all play the same thing effectively. But like with D&D, like we can each, all five of us literally be experiencing a different story simultaneously while also experiencing a collective story which is like so well, we're, it's like we're experiencing the same story but we're all seeing it different. and like it's yeah it's mm -hmm. like different artists it's like we different all, animation styles you know like yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> or and just like how i could say uh riddleport i mean we haven't really played a lot in riddleport or you know like breach hill we that's a great example we all have different images of what breach hill looks yeah. like i don't mm -hmm. even have to like we don't have to cooperate because it really doesn't matter because yeah. it doesn't effectively change anything. But I know the colors that make up my town of Breach yeah. Hill. And I <laughs> it wasn't thinking about it until right yeah. now. You know or what I mean? Like, yeah. there, there's or a Sandpoint. I know. Yeah, yeah Sandpoint. I hear Sandpoint is kind of the pathfinder perspectives yeah. and see what, yeah. what everyone like, Walk us through Breach Hill in your own words. Like, tell us what yeah, Breach Hill looks really like. Give us the colors. Give us and like, tell us what, what like, the wizard's grace looks like and everything's laid out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think, and this we can kind of close it out, but I just think like yeah. where where we were when we started Nomads, where we were when we started Big Dogs, where we were when like Salty Dogs, and now where we are with um, the unnamed party that we are now. <laughs> but I just I, I don't know. I feel like unnamed we've grown as D and D players uh, from from even like in February when we started. So it's just like how. It's just like it's just gonna get better like we're just gonna play better we're just gonna like dm better like i don't know it's just very yeah. very cool and i just think like people who are like starting their first groups like we, we hear all the time like oh like we're starting a new group like this week or like we like like our friend uh malia's like playing for the first time it's like you know it's just like year like just practicing and just playing more and you're just every hour you put into DD you're gonna get more out of it like the next you know saying it's just a the next hour yes yeah. it's snowballs. Yeah. uh f f in it's, the chat for it, merrick who died had a tpk in his first dnd session yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um it's Ooh. it's the the returns on it are actually insane yeah. though because like it, it's unlike like a, a game a person who likes games that i like try to master them and like you'll know i love fighting games but they're some of the hardest games to master and that's mm -hmm. probably the like the reasons i like them but when you talk about the amount of time i might like put into a fighting game the amount of return that i get is like really low it's yeah. really low mm -hmm. and then it's like over time it like i just get it and I, I don't actually know the point at which I like got to get that combo down like perfectly or whatever, but it was me doing it like 40 times in a row, just mindlessly trying to do it over and over again. And then it was four more days, just like not doing anything. And then it happens, but like D and D it's like the returns you get on time just are like exponential because then it just is like building in the background in between sessions mm -hmm. and then you play and then it just keeps building and, and building because it's oh, all yeah, a baby. thought yeah. library and where we are it's now so it just feels like we're still in exposition you know what i'm saying totally. it still feels yeah. like it's yeah. still like just i feel so much like plot like oh i just it's like i gotta get it out i feel like i just have so much ready to like <laughs> explode but i just like you know I wonder if it will ever stop feeling like exposition until it's the end. Yeah, game. it never, it, it always, it never does. And I think that's you know the what I mean? of it. 
there's always more to explore. Is it? Yeah. Is it because we are future <laughs> yeah. mindset, or is it? Mm, maybe I need to turn evil. Yeah. <laughs> wait, like we halfway through though. I <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Whoa, 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 Jackson, mm, calm down. Yeah. We need some variants. Evil Aaron spelled with an E. Well, let's uh, let's figure things out and let's go ahead and start. Let's play some D and D. Let's play D and D. Let's set my face on fire.